0: right there. Come on now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Lift him up right
1: there. Give him praise right there. Hallelujah. 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 You are good. You are so good. Real good. Hallelujah. Can I get a witness? You are good, so good. I am Minister Joseph Nelson, let us pray. Father God, we come right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we say thank you for bringing us from a mighty long way through seen and unseen dangers. And Father God, we pray for salvation this morning. We pray for prosperity this morning. We pray for church growth this morning. Father God, we pray for all our ministers and all our department head right now in the name of Jesus, O Heavenly Father. Father God, we ask that you just give them wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that they may lead your people. And Father God, we pray for our youth today, O Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, we pray for healing right now in the name of Jesus. And Father God, coronavirus, guess what? Jesus was bruised for our iniquity; He was wounded for our transgression. The chastising of Him was upon us. And guess what? By our stripes we are healed. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we claim healing and deliver. Right now, Father God, You said in Your Word that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. you the Father. And Father God, we just stand on Your Word right now. In the name of Jesus, O Heavenly Father. Father God, we ask that you just bless our going out and our coming in. We ask that you just continue to bless our family, O Heavenly Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, bless those that had a desire to come but couldn't come. And Father God, bless those that just stayed away, O Heavenly Father. Let them continue to have faith. Give us that faith of a mustard seed. Father God, we know that with man nothing is impossible but with you all things are possible. With you all things are possible in Jesus name. Amen.
2: giving. Amen. What a blessing and honor to honor God with our giving. Please remember that all of what we have comes from who? Comes from God. So it is only fitting that we turn around and honor him with our giving. I want to thank God for all of you that have been faithful in this area of your life. If I have to give you the microphone to testify, I'm sure you will say, God has been good to you. Amen. Serving the Lord pays. God will owe no man. You can never out give him. So keep on being faithful just yesterday, I got a call from one of my friends in the community. He said, look, what can we do? We heard you all are building. I said, the Lord has blessed him. And I said, yes, we're building for our young people. And he said, I heard it over the radio. I want to be a part of that. I told him, you're a wise man. Now I know why you're rich. (laughs) Amen. Giving is receiving. I had another preacher, actually one of my daughters in the Lord, she now moved to Winfield, Louisiana. That's where she is now. And again, she texts me. Late last night, she said, Monday morning, Pastor, I'm sending you $1,000. And I said, huh, what did I do to deserve this? Guess what she said? I heard that you all are building for the young people. Amen. And she said, I want to be a part of that. So God is doing his thing. And we are grateful to all of you. Many of you have given sacrificially. And I want to encourage you. Don't be weary in well-doing. Amen. In due season, you will read if you faint not. By the way, please permit me to remind you how God gives back to you. Amen. I just don't want you to be giving. You need to know how God gives back to you. Amen. Number one, he gives back to you through other people. He will use the hand of men and women to give to you. Amen. If you're not experiencing that, then you're not a giver. How did I know that the Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you? Am I still in the book? I said it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Shake it together. Your cup running over. Don't stop now. Keep reading. That's right, Pastor. He said, Shall men and women give back to you? So expect people to. When I go in the town, I expect people. God is my witness. Many times, I even forget my wallet at home. And I go to a restaurant, I eat good, I don't have to pay. I walk in the street, people walk to me and say, Pastor, this is for you. You know why? I expect it. Men and women shall give unto your bosom. That's your destiny. I even train my children. Every now and then they want something. I say, I don't have money. I say, but watch this. Before we come back home, we'll be having, having money. And they watch it growing up. Now, they thought, I have magic, but I have no magic. It is the Word of God. If you are a giver, and many of you, you give in this house. So my job is to remind you, so you raise up your expectation. You're not supposed to be poor when you're a giver. Let me try that again. When you're a giver, you are not supposed to be poor. Hallelujah. Men and women shall give unto your bosom. You know, another way God gives to you is through his own hand. God has a hand. The Bible talks a lot about the hand of God. That's why Paul said, my God shall supply not some of your need. Who is doing it this time? God Himself. I expect God every time I run into a financial crisis. I expect God to bail me out. And I don't know about you. I've run into some real trouble. Some of it I created it by myself, Sister Feldman. <laughs> I just messed up. <laughs> One time my 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 check returned NSF. FNNF, what? Yeah, whatever that message. I reminded God, I am a titer. Hallelujah. And I hear the Spirit say, sit back and watch. God will bless you. You and your children. I'm quoting the Bible. (laughs) That's the Bible. That's not my word. You and your children. The book says wealth and riches. Guess where they are? in your house I have some senior brother I told him I will never be broke another day of my life expect God to prosper you the hand of men and women number one the hand of God number two your own hand God use your hand to bless you amen amen do you know that? Do you know you got gifts? Do you know you got talents? Yes. Amen. Amen. Guess how I pay my school fees? I will get a keyboard, go to the mall, set up a keyboard, and I'll be playing, and people come by and put money. And guess what? My is always full. God used my own hand to bless me. Some of them will stop by and say, can you play this too? I say, yes, ma'am. Use your gift. Some of you can sing. Sing. And if they give you $50, say no. Take it. In Jesus' name. That's God blessing you, using you your own hand to bless you. Amen. See, look at that sister there, sister Thomas. God is blessing her using her hand. Look at this brother here. God is. You see, some of you, you can draw. You're an artist. I don't know, there are all kinds of gifts here. Some of you can fix hair. Some of you can cut hair. Some. All kinds of gifting. Some of you, you're a good counselor. People need counseling. God will use you to bless you. Are you feeling me this morning? Amen. Turn it into cash. Real cash. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know something else? God will bless you even through your enemies. Oh, you all can stand the truth. (coughs) He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. He prepared a table before me. Guess who is there? <laughs> I expect everybody in this church to be blessed. Honestly, right from my heart. This is not a poverty church. The day you join, you become blessed. Even you are standing on holy ground, that, this ground is blessed. Amen.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I finally remembered the, the preaching name. Her name is Foster. I was trying to think of her name. Yeah, I couldn't remember her. That's the woman that, that just texts me in the middle of the night. Money will come to you. But if you don't expect it, you are still here? Tell your neighbor, I got it. They're making my promise. I'll see you at the top. <laughs> That's where you belong. (laughs) Let's pray. Father, we are grateful. Thank you so much for the opportunity to give. It is so good to come before God and say thank you. Thank you for all the sowers in this house. For you have committed yourself to give seed to the sowers. Lord, we remove every spirit of stinginess in this house. Let this land continue to flow with milk and honey. Let this house be a house of plenty. Lord, we pray that every member here, that you will cause them to live in a land of more than enough. I thank you for the spirit of giving this house. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The ushers will come. The choir will minister. Just walk in obedience. Give. mind made up we want to say thank you to all of you for your faithfulness to the Lord Jesus Christ we we encourage you to remain steadfast unmovable, and always abiding in the work of the Lord Amen. Amen always remember God has not given you and me a spirit of fear. (laughs) So, don't just quote it, live by it. Amen. What he has given you is love, power, and sound mind. Fear kills faster than anything. So, that does not mean Don't have to use your sense. Yeah. God gave you senses, but, but don't let your senses dominate you. Let your spirit rule. All right? Senses has its own part. So when they tell you, wash your hand, do just that. Amen. When they tell you, try your best, for treatment. Do just that. There's a reason why God made doctors in hospitals. So, but don't live in fear. Fear is not of God. Thank God for sight. I can see you, you can see me, but guess what? I walk by faith, not by sight. All minds clear? We have given instructions to all of our staffs, there are people that are charged with cleaning and stuff. They heighten their work. So, because we want to protect our parishioners. So, if they're cleaning two times before, they doubled it, all right? That's for your protection, for my protection, for the community protection. Also, we have given instructions to all of our ushers. They know that they're counting how many people are here, you know. So, when the number reached 250, they have been instructed to take everybody else next door. So, don't be surprised if you don't see people around. So, in other words, we are not stupid, you know. you. You got leaders that have been to school, these ushers are, they're not, <laughs> they know their job, alright? So, and if they ask you to go to next door, don't be offended. I'm speaking to those who are there right now. So we're just trying to obey the law of the land, you know. So, but we're not gonna stop worshiping God. You know? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. And thanks to all of our staff, the media people, they have made uh, available for those who are next door, they can see the same thing, they can feel the anointing that's present here. And thanks to those of you who are live streaming with us, some will be hearing on radio. I mean, I just share with you about two people that gave because they heard on the radio. So our church is well-equipped. Many years before all of this, we are ready, we are set up. In fact, some people, they're still trying to learn how to deal with this, but we are well-prepared. We have means to communicate with each other. We have means to participate. We have means to give, so we're not going to miss anything. And more importantly, we have the power of prayer. Amen. we go got prayer warriors here. This past Friday, there were people here praying. 7 a.m. this morning, there were people praying. <laughs> That's who we are. So for such a time like this, God has raised this church up. Amen. Uh, I spoke with Mr. CFO of the church, and you can check with him. He said, Pastor, look, if this church doesn't meet for the next three months, we have no financial problem. So we are not gathering here because of finance, but we are gathering here because we believe God is our Jehovah Rapha. Amen. All minds clear. Another good praise report, one of our mothers in this church uh, is doing very well. I thank God for praise report and recovery going on. I mean, we should not just be talking and singing about healing. We should actually believe this. So, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe. So, if you're not going to believe it, why talk about it? Why I read about it? Why I preach about it? Why I teach? Why I sing about it? So I'm grateful. Amen. Somebody say, Pastor, are you going to do meet and greet? I say, Yes. See. <laughs> and by the way, I, I teach you how to greet. I, it's not from Africa. I didn't learn this from Africa. I learned it from my Japanese brothers and sisters. You don't have to shake hands with people. You can just, even. I've been doing that for more than 40 years. <laughs> so, some of you think that was my culture. No, it's not my culture. Africans don't bow to nobody. <laughs> but I saw the Japanese, I said, God bless my Japanese friends, so. So you you can still greet people. Don't let the enemy put you in bondage. Amen. This is a free country, and thank God for freedom. The freedom we have in Christ is, is much more. So just use common sense. And if you are sick, go to the doctor. If you need assistance, call the church. Even if it's financial assistance because of your job or whatever, that's why the church exists. So take advantage of all the resources in the community and, and so use wisdom. Even carry your sanitizer, whatever it's called. I even got one, you see. My wife got me this. and So I'm a social being. I hug people. I, I'm always all over the place. That's just who I am. I'm a leader. And so carry a sanitizer, wash your hand and wash your hand. Sometimes I wash my hand only God knows how many times in a day. That's good. It's a, it's wisdom, but protect your spirit from fear. Amen. That's what the devil wants for the whole country to be scared and, and isolated. And no, we're not going to allow the devil to win. Amen? Yes. All minds clear? All right. Let's get up. Let's say hello to somebody. Just say it's a good morning. Bless them. Hallelujah. stand with me in reference to the word of God. Please permit me to mention to you, uh, we have an engagement coming the fourth Sunday. Uh, we have to cancel that engagement because there will be more than 250 people. So we are supposed to go to Acadia, Acad, Acadia, somewhere. Also, the same thing with our family and friends day. We are supposed to have family and friends day on the fifth Sunday. So we have to. We're not canceling it. We postpone it. All right. We don't cancel. In this house. Amen. Amen. Alright. So because there's no way. Not to have more than 250. So are we still here? So if you will be kind to help us contact your friends. And your loved ones. And show our apology. We're just trying to obey the law of the land. So even the Bible commands us to honor those who are in authority. and we will be reporting to you as soon as uh, the governor or whoever change the rules. All right? All minds clear. Okay, the book is St John chapter 10. Verse number 10. Today I begin a series of teachings on praise, prayer, and prophecy. So this is the first part of that series. John chapter 10, verse 10 says, The thief is the one that comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, He has come that you and me might have life and have it more abundantly. Please remain standing as we pray. Father, we are grateful for the word of God. We know grass withereth and flowers fade but the word of God will remain forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will stand forever. Thank you that this church is a word church. Thank you that we have a tradition of standing on the word of God. Holy Spirit, I commit this church in your hand. Let your healing take place here. Let your blessings, your miracles continue to take place here. We pray, oh God, that you will rule in this house. Thank you for the protection of all of our people. The young, the middle-aged, the elderly. We thank you, oh God, for protecting our people. We are saving your arms we are healed, we dwell under the shadow of the Almighty, and we decree by faith all is well. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on the subject titled It's Time to Weaponize Your Praise. It's time to weaponize your prayers. It's time to weaponize your prophecy. That's what I'm talking about. Please permit me to mention on record that I am aware there's a lot of concerns all over the country. I went to school just like you all. I listened to the news just like you all. I'm well aware of what's going on. I'm aware of all the concerns about this so called corona virus. So I am not ignorant of what's going on. And I'm aware of the facts that there are people that have died. I'm aware of the fact that stores are running out of merchandise and products. I've been to the store myself. Amen. I'm aware of the fact that schools are closed. I'm aware of the fact that even a lot of people are afraid. But the Bible said, It is the devil that comes to steal, that comes to kill, that comes to destroy. Jesus said, don't confuse him with the devil. He has come that you and me might have life and have it more abundantly. When I When the Holy Spirit reminded me of that, I began to search the heart of God, began to pray. I said, Lord, give me divine guidance. I'm not the governor, I'm not president, I'm not this or that, but I'm your servant. And believe it or not, a lot of people listen to your man of God. So I needed defined guidance. So today, I want to share with you what God has shown me concerning this situation. And then I'll let you go home. What do you do in times like this? You, as children of God, you need to know that. The first thing the Lord showed me is as I watch the TV, I see a bunch of people. Oh, Everywhere, they had a mask on. Am I the only one that saw that? I saw it on TV. And I say, Holy Spirit, what meaneth this? And then the Lord reminded me, he said, son of man, what have you been preaching to the people of God? And I begin to reflect on the sermons that I've been preaching. The various teaching. I've been telling people here in this house and outside this house to speak to your mountain. Am I right about it? I've been telling people in this house and outside this house to press your way out of difficulty. Am I right about it? I've been telling people inside this house and outside this house to prophesy to your situation. And then I began to reflect on all these teachings. I said, Lord, why are you reminding me of the sermons of the past? And the Holy Spirit showed me the enemy is trying to cover everybody's mouth. So you won't have no mouth to praise the Lord. You cannot praise the Lord with a closed mouth. You cannot pray with a closed mouth. The enemy wants to silence the body of Christ. with a mask over your mouth. So what do we do now? The Lord remind me, this is not the year of fear. This is not the year of sudden death. This is a year of vision. 2020 vision. This is a year God is committed to open every blurry eyes that you can see your destiny. That you can see your future. The Bible says this is not a year of defeat. God has not given you a mere spirit of fear. So I began to meditate on these things. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 says, God has highly exalted him and given him a name. And that name is above every name. And at the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Do I have a witness in the house? At the name of Jesus. Every knee must bow. Every tongue must confess. So I decree and declare coronavirus must bow. At the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. COVID-19 must bow. At the name of Jesus. Is there anything too hard for God? You need to remind yourself who you are in Christ. So that's why I come to you this morning to remind you this is not a time to be hiding, this is not a time to be living in fear. This is a time for you to weaponize your praise. This is a time in your, in your house, on the highway, in the shower, begin to praise God. Hallelujah. Anyhow, this too shall pass. The Lord reigns and everything will be all right. You have to believe this thing for yourself. And you have to decree and declare it. The Bible says no plague shall come near your dwelling. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I just believe that. I refuse to live in fear. In the name of Jesus. Do you believe what I said? At the name of Jesus. Every knee must bow. So how do you do that? I say weaponize your praise. Weaponize your prayers. Weaponize your prophecy. In other words, turn those things into a weapon. So when the enemy raises his ugly head, use what you got. Pray your way. Praise your way. Remember the prophecy of the Lord concerning you and weaponize. Let me show you quickly how these things work and I'll let you go. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. I just want you to see how these things work. Paul was writing to Timothy. He said, Timothy, discharge. I commit to you. In other words, I'm giving you instructions, son. My son, Timothy, let him know the relationship. What did he say to Timothy? He said, you know, the prophecies which were sent before you, he said, you need to learn how to wage war. That's all I've been telling you all morning. That was instruction to Timothy. You can't just sit on it. You have to weaponize that. He said those prophecies which were sent before you. Weaponize those prophecies. Activate those prophecies. Go to war with those prophecies. Go to war with your praise. Go to war with your prayer. Don't just sit there and let the media dictate where you can go today. What you can do today. Oh, sit down and go, oh, enter your closet and close the clothes. Oh, don't, don't, don't put no lights on in the closet. The devil will, will enslave you for life. Weaponize your praise. Weaponize your prayer. Don't just come to church and say, I am on the battlefield for my Lord. Well, if you're on the battlefield for for the Lord, then get ready to fight. Get ready to duke it out. And I got some good news for somebody. We already won. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. I said we already won. Hallelujah. Hallelujah i don't know about you that's something to shout about hallelujah <laughs> it's good to know that we already won greater is He that is in us than the devil that is in the whole world you need to know that you 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 know, that you know, that you know god is on your side do i have a witness in the house <laughs> hallelujah So we don't have to live in fear. Amen, somebody. You know what I'm trying to remind you this morning? There is a prophecy over your life. Hallelujah. (laughs) I said there is a prophecy over your life. There is a prophecy over your family. There is a prophecy over your business. Pastors listening to me, there's a prophecy over your ministry. If God says you are blessed coming in, you are blessed going out, it's time for you to weaponize that. Don't let the devil steal the prophecy over your life. I don't know about you, I'm sick and tired of CC Christians. Why call him Lord? If you're not going to believe and obey what he says, you need to know in your knowing that God is for you. Let me try that again. I say you just need to know that you know in your, in, deep in your soul that God is for me. Say it right now, God is for me say like you mean a God is for men. The, the Bible says, if God is for you, who the hell can be against you? I mean, at some point you just have to know this thing. You, you, why live in fear when God is for you? Why live in fear when God is on your side? This is time for real children of God to rise up and be counted. God said you need to weaponize those prophecies. In times like these, use those prophecies. You see, the word of God itself is a prophecy. Because the word of God tells you of things to come. Then you need to use those. Weaponize it. Here is how it works. You know, God will always keep His word. Am I right about it? I say, God will always keep His word. That's a done deal. But it is your responsibility. Did you hear what I said? It is your responsibility to hold fast to the profession of your faith without wavering. The Bible says a double-minded person is unstable in all of his... That's right, Pastor. He said people like that, they don't receive. They are constantly wobbling. You have to know that you know deep on the inside, even in you are, you are sitting in your hospital bed. You are lying down with all the machine but deep on the inside. Something just lets you know, I'm coming out of this. I am coming out of this. I would not die. I would leave. I got things to do. I got place to go. I got ministry to do. He said, I refuse. I got children to raise. And you are still here. So it is your responsibility to hold on. That's why the Bible says, Fight the good fight of faith. There comes a time when you got to be ready for the devil. You say, Devil, in 1970, you whooped my daddy. In 1975, you killed my grandmama. But oh no, not right now. I've had enough of that mess. We're going to fight the good fight of faith. The Bible says lay hold of things that are eternal. There are some things in the spirit world. You got to lay hold of it. You got to bite on it like a hungry dog and say I refuse to live. I hear Reverend Nelson come up here and say he was wounded for your transgression. He was bruised for your iniquity. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. By his strife, what else? You are healed. You got to lay hold of that. Even while you are riding the ambulance, you got to know by his stripes you are healed. Even while things are messing with you. You got to know by his your children are healed. Your grandchildren are healed. Your business is healed. Your ministry is healed. Greater is he that is in you. Than the devil that is in the whole world. Open your mouth, shout hallelujah. Open your mouth, shout hallelujah. If you abandon your prophecies then the devil will defeat you. You cannot afford to abandon your prophecy. So, if your reality don't match what the Bible says, what you need to do is to weaponize your prophecy weaponize your prayer. Weaponize your praise. There are promises God has made. But it will not come to pass until you lay hold of it and say, this is mine. You cannot take this from me. Amen. Amen. These prophecies are not automatic. It's not just going to happen. You have to believe it. You have to grab hold of it. You have to bite on it. You have to weaponize it. What is my message to you? i say it again. If you don't hear anything else, I have to say today. Learn to weaponize your praise. Throughout this ordeal, you don't have to be acquired to praise God throughout this, audit, I don't know how long it's going to take. Thank God for all the scientists. That's their job. They're doing research. They're finding cure. They're doing what God called them to do. While they're doing their job, then you and, you and I need to do our job. And our job is to begin to decree the word of the Lord. If my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and do what else? What else? Somebody shall pray. It's time for us to pray. It's time for Central Louisiana to pray. It's time for Zion Hill to pray. It's time for you and me to pray. And if we will pray, if we will seek God's face, if we will turn from our wicked ways, God said, I will hear you, Am I still in the book? God said I will heal you. But guess what I he said? I will heal the land. I don't know about you. I decree and declare our community is healed in the name of Jesus. I say our community is healed in the name of Jesus. Say amen to that. We're not stupid. We're not ignorant. We chose to believe the report of the Lord. Second Corinthians, chapter ten, verse four said it. I preach it to you. I'm just reminding you. I preach a psalm. I call it Ten Four. The weapons of our warfare. They are not cannon but they are mighty through God. To do what? To pull down strongholds. Brothers and sisters, it's time to pull down some strongholds. From the White House to the Crack House, it's time to pull down some strongholds. You got that weapon. You got the name of Jesus. Jesus. You got the blood of Jesus. You got the power of the Holy Spirit. You got the word of God. It's time to weaponize what you got. Pull down those strongholds. So I called all of you. Let me end by saying this. You know what we need to do? You see, I was listening to all those, all those doctors. You know, I love doctors. Some of my family are into that profession. I respect them. Because that's a field. Just like teaching is a field. Liberian, that's a field. Counselors, that's a field. Everybody, God gave us all these gifts. So I was listening to them. I was curious what they're going to do now. So they said they're working on some immunization i said huh that's deep so they said they're going to come up with some some fascination they immunize people against the virus i say that's i'm so proud of these people they're smart then they continue to explain they say well, first we have to go to the laboratory to figure these things out I said, okay, well. Then they said, then we have to go somewhere and find some people that we can test it on. I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> then my heart began to pump because I don't want them to go to Africa and use my people as guinea pigs, you know. <laughs> you know this thing gets personal, you know. <laughs> so, and then they said, it will take months they said before we can really come up with the right fascination to immunize people, it won't happen until probably next year. Ah. I said, Houston, we got a problem. So I said, well, what do you have now? They say, all we can tell you is wash your hands. I say, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> So I was talking to the Lord. The Lord says, Son of man, this is what you need to do. Go to your church. While the scientists are trying to come up with that immunization, you can immunize your church right now. And that's what we're going to do right now. And then I'm out of here. You understand immunization? Imagine right now. Everybody stand up. You see, we are fixing to humanize said. See, imagine in your spirit man, that you have a, a, this strange. You, you. I'm sure some of you will say, oh, pastor, I don't need no shot. But believe me when I tell you, you need this one. So I'm going to ask every one of you to get this spiritual immunization. It's found in the book of Psalms, chapter 91. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we're going to read it together. Amen. We're going to read the whole and you know what, ladies and gentlemen, not only are we going to read it, we're going to read it in first-person language. Oh oh Lord. Oh Lord. If, for example, if, if the Bible says, they that wait, then you have to personalize it. I wait in the Lord. That's how you get it immunized. Got to make it personal. And then it will tell you what will happen to you when you get immunized. Hey, Brother Winfield, good to see you in the house. I just put you on TV. Even only in Zion Hill. Are you ready? You got your strings? You ready to immunize your whole body? Your spirit, your soul Say out loud I dwell, I dwell. See we're going, we're going to read this together So let, let let You get it now, we're going to read it together Beginning from first one Make it personal Let's read I dwell in the secret place Of the most high I abide Under the shadow Of of the almighty, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're not just reading it. you got to receive it into your system. You feel me now? you got to take this immunization. Let's go to verse 2 now. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Open your mouth, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. You see, it's just like you receiving. You've got to receive this into your spirit. You are saying to your soul, we trust God, receive Him as your protector, receive Him as your healer. Just like you receive Him when you got born again, you got to receive Him right now in times like this, while everybody is freaking out, you got to walk around with confidence. Knowing that you are being immunized. Yes. Knowing that there's something in your system. Are you still here? Yes. Say it loud. He is, he is my God. He is my refuge. He is my fortress. He is my God. In him God. I trust. Yes. That ought to last you until the scientists figure things out I don't know about you I trust God I don't know about you I trust God I can't wait for a whole year until they figure it out right now I trust God I trust God with my life I trust God with my children I trust God with my church. I trust God with my business Verse number three. Let's read it. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowlers and from the noise of pestilence. Isn't that what we're dealing with right now? Make sure it's in your Bible. Verse number four. He will cover me with his feather. Tell your neighbor you are covered. Come on, tell him you're covered. Stop freaking out. You're covered. The Bible says he shall cover me with his feathers. Let's keep on reading. And under his wing shall I trust. His trust shall be my shield and my buckler. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Open your mouth, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Verse number five, let's read. I will not be afraid. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Those are not the words of the preacher. That's the word of God. Why are you not going to be afraid? Let's keep on reading. For the terror by night. not for the arrow by day. Hallelujah wait a minute now i see something back up a little bit what did you just say you will not be afraid you will not be afraid of terror by night you will not be afraid of arrow by day so it don't matter when corona wants to come in at night time god's got your back at daytime, god's got your back who am I preaching to this morning? Hallelujah. We have our role to play. And our role is to receive what God says. Our role is to believe what God says. Our role is to live what God says. You and me, we are the light of this world. Let your light so shine among the, the whole world that they will see your good work and they will glorify God. You, you'll be amazed how many pastors coming this weekend. Pastor, oh man, we're scared. I said, click next. Pastor, are y'all going to be open? I said, I'm open. I don't know about you. Where can we get together to discuss it? I say, I already discussed with God. I don't need to confide with flesh and blood. God said it. I believe it. That settles see. I trust God. Say it loud. I will, I will not be afraid. By the way, if you are a careful reader, it mention four things. You all need to not to be afraid of say it again I will not be afraid I I won't be afraid afraid. of the terror by night night. of of the arrows that fly by day those are two things terror by night arrows by day verse number six let's read I won't be afraid of the pestilence that walks in the darkness i will not be afraid of the destruction are you all still here say it loud I refuse, to fear. I refuse to fear you know fear will make you and me vulnerable most people die in the hospital not of the disease but of fear. But faith will make you immune. Immune to all the mess of the society. You see how this thing works? Let's read verse number seven. Are you still here? Verse number seven. Can you stand the truth? can you stand the truth. I see why the pastor was shouting. She saw something. See, I can't help that. Every now and then you got to see yourself in the word of God. Look at verse number seven. Let's read it together. A thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand but he shall not come near Hey! Now I see why you are shouting Over a thousand Has fallen already Ten thousand by your right But as for you You will only read about it It will not come near you Say amen to that Open your mouth, shout Amen. amen. Are you still afraid? No. Are you still scared? No. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the church of my dream. Say it again. Say, Coronavirus. coronavirus. Call it by name. Coronavirus. coronavirus shall not come near me come near in the name of Jesus. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am anointed. I am appointed in Jesus name. Shout amen to that. Shout amen to that. Let's read verse 8. Don't mean to keep you along. The Bible is the Bible is a serious weapon. Read verse 8. Only with my eyes Shall I behold and see those things, the reward of the wicked? Verse number nine. Because I made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, my habitation. You know what you need to do? Make God your refuge. Make God your habitation. Did you hear what the preacher said? These are not my word. May God your refuge. May God your habitation. Don't leave him for I beg you. Silver and gold I don't have. But I got something. You remember Apostle Paul. The Lord told him I need you in Rome. That's a prophetic word over homeboy. And then while he was going to do what God told him. he shipwreck. No shipwreck can stop you. When God has a word over your life, are you listening to me? Then he got to the island of Malta, and then it was too cold. They were burning fire, and then a a yeah, I don't know the English. A big snake, serpent, came out and bite him. Ladies and gentlemen, when God sent you on a mission, no devil can stop you. You know what what Paul said? He shake it up. What I've been preaching to you all morning, it's time for you to shake up the devil. You need to shake up all this mess. Don't let it come to your house. Don't let it come to your kitchen. Don't let it come to your children. You got to shake it up. God is sending you on a mission. God is sending you for a purpose. You are not ready to die. Let's read a few more verses. Verse number ten. Let's read it. There shall no evil before me. Say it again. Say it like you mean it. Let's keep on reading. Neither shall any place. Hey! 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 I feel like shouting, hey! Jesus, I can't help myself. No plague shall come near your dwelling. No plague shall come near my dwelling. I've held you long enough. Let, let's, let's just conclude this. You see, the Bible is so serious. Look at verse 11. This is what God has promised you. What's he going to do? He will give his angels charge over me.
0: All day. All day.
2: 15 well let's let's just conclude it verse 16. Are you ready? One more verse. Can you handle this? Can you handle this? What did the book say? With long life, will it satisfy me and show me? His salvation. Say it again with long life, will it satisfy me and show me His salvation? Notice, ladies and gentlemen, notice how you get that long life. That's why I, I refuse to die. Now, if you want to die, that's on you. We'll give you a good home going. You know your pastor, he'll preach his heart out. Give you a good send of power. But the Bible says, Why will you die before your time? The Bible says, With long
0: life,
2: I will sacrifice. You know what I tell all my elderly? You don't have to go until you are satisfied. With long life. You know how you get long life? Notice. To get long life. He said the arrows didn't get you. The pestilence didn't get you. The plague didn't get you. They can't even find your home address. You see where long life comes from? He protected you. Some of you had automobile accident. Some of you should have been dead by now. But you are still here. Some of you, you were in the hospital. He brought you out. If he did it before, he can do it again. It is so. In Jesus' name. Open your mouth, shout amen. Amen. Open your mouth, shout amen. Amen. Open your mouth, shout amen. Amen. We're going to pray. Come here, pray upon. Come on, come on, come on. Let's pray. Let's pray right now. Let's pray. Let's believe God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy
0: name.
3: Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, give God some praise. Come on, give him some glory. Come on, give him some honor. Lift up your hands and give God some praise. Come on, lift. Hey! Give God. Hey, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Hallelujah. Make the devil mad. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. We thank God for that word. As I was, amen, sitting there, the Lord reminded me. Amen. When I was in the hospital, Pastor, just give me a few seconds. I laid in there for seven days and a brother was in the room with me and told me. He says, William, let me tell you something. He says, you can pray night and day. He said, you'll never fill your closet up with prayers. And I thought about that. I said, if I pray night and day, I would never fill it up. And that's been 1985. And I was in my prayer closet, my room, and I was getting ready to come here Sunday. And the Lord told me, he said, William, he said, the reason why you will never fill it up, he said, because your spiritual closet, prayer closet, don't have no walls. So that lets me know, pray God, we gotta continue to pray and continue to pray and continue to pray. And we get to a place, pray God, think we didn't fill it up. Let me tell you something. You can't feel your presence, your prayer closet up, glory to God, because it don't have no walls, glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Father God, we thank you right now. We thank our ah, Rosé. We thank you for the word, Lord God. We thank you for the prophecy, Lord God. We thank you that the word is going forth in our life, in our home, in our community, in our nation, in the hospital, behind prison walls, in the nursing home. Father God, we thank you right now. We thank you that we cover with the blood. We cover with the word. We cover it with the name, Lord, because that's power in the blood. That's power in the word. That's power in the name. Lord God, we thank you right now, Lord. We we speak the word, Lord, and we call it done in our lives, Lord God. For the God, we just ask you, Lord God, just have your way, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. For the God, we speak it and we call it done, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We speak it over the man and woman of God, Lord, that you will continue to strengthen him, Lord God, that you will continue to use him, Lord, that you would help him, Lord, to fulfill his purpose in his, pr- his ministry and life, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up everyone present at the sound of my voice, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. That no conform that against some shall prosper for greatest he that's in us then he that's in the world for the god we thank you for the victory lord lord we walk in victory lord we walk lord god you said lord god not by uh, not by sight but by faith lord god lord i thank you that we faith walkers, lord god we speak the word right now in the name of jesus we call those things that be not as though they were for the god we thank you right now lord god we thank you for the word lord because we covered in the word lord we thank you right Right now Lord no virus will come to our dwelling Lord. In, the, yeah, Lord in the name of Jesus Lord let your anointing Lord you said it anointing that destroy the yoke and I thank you that every yoke can destroy every virus in the name of Jesus we speak right now Lord God we curse the root of it right now Lord in the name of Jesus we send it back to the pits of hell for whence it came Lord God in the name of Jesus somebody said Father God we thank you Lord Lord we thank you that we covered Lord we thank you Lord that we're walking in the vine health Lord in the name of Jesus oh for the God we speak the word Lord those that have already come in contact with it Lord we speak healing to their bodies Lord from the crown of the head to the sole of the feet in the name of Jesus Lord God we just continue the Lord God to give them wisdom knowledge and understanding Lord in the name of Jesus for the God we thank you somebody didn't hear me this morning you just need to tell Lord, I thank you that my home is covered, my children is covered, my community is covered, my neighborhood is covered. Oh, in the name of Jesus, for the God we thank you. We thank you right now, Lord God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. For greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. I thank you right now, Lord, you said in your word, since God is for me. Who can be against me? Somebody says, since God is for me, who can be against me? I thank you right now, Lord. I thank you for the victory. You ought to open up your mouth and say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. You ought to say it like you mean it. Lord, I thank you. I'm covered. I've been redeemed. I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. For the God, I thank you. I thank you that I care, that we've been redeemed, Lord God, by your precious blood. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for health and strength. I thank you that we're clothing our right mind. And Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we stand in the gap, Lord God. For those that don't know you, Lord God, we stand in the gap, Lord God. For those that are lost, Lord God. Those that are walking in fear, Lord, because you said, Lord, fear brings torment, Lord God. And fear paralyzes fate, Lord God. But we stand this morning in faith, Lord God. And we come against that spirit of fear. We send it back to the pits of hell from whence it came in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we thank you for the victory. We thank you for the victory. We thank you for the breakthrough. We thank you for, thank you for opening up doors, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we give you the honor, we give you the praise, we give you the glory. Father God, you said if you be lifted up, you say you draw all men, Lord God. And Father God, as we lift your name up today, Lord, Lord, we know you're drawing, Lord God. Lord God, you're drawing from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And Lord, we thank you for it. Somebody say, Lord, we thank you for it. Lord, we thank you for it. Lord, we thank you for it. in Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say amen. amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you.
2: You may be seated. I want to make a quick request of you. I, I, I'm grateful for your patience. Two announcements. 930 worship service, I have my pastor from Africa, uh, Dr. Moses, He's visiting with us for a week and he's going to be ministering to us at 9.30. Amen. Amen. And after that worship experience, I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Millicent if you will lead us in prayer. There's something about praying. I just believe that's the way we're going to get through all this. We have to pray. And don't forget Friday, let's come out, let's pray. It's not just about you and me. Let's pray for our community. Let's pray for our country. I mean, the president, he, they're going to do their job. Congress is going to do theirs. But you and I have got to do ours. Everybody ought to be at their post. It, you feel me? Yes, sir. So, and before you go, I want to ask you for a favor. Now, he came from Africa. I don't have a home mission ministry, to be honest with you. I don't have in this church a foreign mission ministry. I should have. But I admit my shortcoming. We're going to get there. Uh, I can explain why it's taking us this long, but I'm not going to waste your time for that. But if you're here today, I want to encourage you to give for foreign mission. So I, don't, I won't tell you what to give them and make sure it doesn't affect your tithes or offering. This is purely up to you to help churches in Africa. So I'm going to ask the ushers to come forward and whatever God put in your spirit, just put it
0: there.
2: I don't ask this every week and I may not even ask you again until another year. So one someday we will, we will have Bible home mission and fable foreign mission. So just whatever the Lord put in your spirit now, the choir, if you all will sing something and then I'm just going to ask, I want to pray over that offering. I pray, oh God, that you will bless and sanctify every giving, that you will increase the giver more and more. A thousandfold return on every... Sp- every seed that is sowed today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's give. And after you give, feel free to leave while some new people come in. I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. I pray that his face will continue to shine over you. I pray that God will protect you from all harm and danger. I pray that coronavirus will not reach your house in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Those of you still giving, continue to give. Just give to me. We appreciate you. Thank you, Kwa. You are really good.
1: I wouldn't let go.
3: Anybody in here ever felt like giving up, just throwing in the towel, just giving up? I'm not going to ask you to hunch anybody, but just look at them. That person you're looking at is here tonight only because of God's mercy and his grace. Somebody ought to just tell God, thank you for your mercy and your grace that
1: kept me.